All right, hello and welcome to another podcast in the office of Brian Boteller, the uh, Director of Resident Services at the Gospel Rescue Mission. Um, today we are going to talk about tiny houses as a potential solution for dealing with homelessness. Not just tiny houses in general, it's a big topic. Um, they're very trendy and uh, very attractive and so I don't want to I don't want to take away from tiny houses as a as some kind of a, a hip new movement for building cool little pieces of architecture. I think those are very cool and um, and super, super hip. Um, but tiny, home, tiny houses, tiny homes is a potential solution for homelessness. First of all, what is it? Um, well, tiny houses are a, um, an idea um, that is intended to be a solution for getting uh, homeless people off the streets and out of the weather. Uh, generally, they are an individual or small grouping of small, generally single-person dwellings. Uh, fully equipped with plumbing and electricity, and um, typically uh, they're somewhere in the two to five hundred square feet uh, area. And um, the idea is get them out of risk of exposure to the weather um, and provide kind of a home base. Um, they're intended to address uh, also the affordable housing crisis across the country. Uh, so. Um, clearly, we, we have uh, issues with uh, affordable housing, especially on the lower end of and more entry level end of uh, housing. And so uh, the idea is, well, if we build a bunch of little houses, then we can fit, we can fit more in uh, a piece of land and we can uh, get people into the rental market that uh, could otherwise not afford to be in the rental market. And, um, and, you know, again, I think those are all really good ideas. And uh, keep in mind that um, I don't, I don't, I've met lots of people who talk about these, and I have yet to meet anybody that I don't believe has genuine good intentions. Um, and so, um, so that being said, uh, you know, it's, it's really important that as we discuss these things, um, you know, we got to keep our snarkometer down. We've got to keep our, our, tendency to um to be you know a little too crass with one another sometimes on these uh down because really what what i think is happening what i genuinely think is happening is that genuinely you know people who are concerned who who want to see uh the suffering of others minimized i think that that's that's what's driving the the topic in in by and large and and that's a good thing and and so um you know it's important that it was we discuss these things that we just we discuss them very freely and openly, but also considering each other's feelings in the process. Um, I got to talk with Bill Meyer from KMED a while back on this very topic, um, and we actually added uh, the the show uh, from from that uh, that radio show uh, added to we added that to our YouTube channel. So if you go to the Gospel Rescue Missions YouTube channel, um, grantspassmission.org, uh, you can find it on our website, and you can go find it on our YouTube channel, and you can listen to that discussion as well. Um, and I would encourage you to do so if you're interested in the topic. Um, so I have a few challenges um, that I would say to the tiny house uh, projects. 
Um, one it really is the NIMBY issue. It is uh, NIMBY is the acronym not in my backyard in NIMBY. So if you hear somebody say NIMBY, now you know. Um, and really what it means is that it seems that nobody wants such things in their neighborhoods. And I think that that would probably be even true um, for people who want to come in and build a gospel rescue mission in a community. Um, the idea that if we build something like this, it's going to be a draw for a, a population of people that will be poorly managed and that will bring um, lawlessness to the neighborhood. And I think that there's some validity to a statements like that. So again, I think that we need to be at least as committed to the good citizens who are living their lives right and well as we are to those who are not good citizens and who are not interested in living their lives right and well, or um, maybe less than capable in that, in that thing. So whatever solutions we come up with, they've got to be community solutions and they've got to be community efforts, not solutions imposed upon a community. And, and I think that that's um, one of the things that, that um, neighbor, makes neighborhoods fearful. Um, when neighborhoods think that you're going to impose something on my uh, my neighborhood when I've worked really hard, pay my taxes, work you know 40 hours plus a week, raise my children here, and and I want to I want to leave my children uh, the property the the things that I've worked really hard for and uh, and I want it to be of value to them and so um, if we come in to this tiny houses project uh, or you know discussion without being able to recognize and and validate that concern I think that uh, that you, it's going to be an uphill battle and it would be very unfair um, another another concern that I have is um, that we have a long history in our country of um, demonstrated places that uh, where, where government housing solutions have been built and uh, we we've got track records from them. we've been we've been doing this for a long time since the 40s and 50s we've been building we've been building housing projects I'm thinking of the maybe the Brewster Douglas housing project in Detroit for example um, but they're all across the country in big cities everywhere um, and they're they're already full of uh, health and safety standards you know that are that are far below what any of us would consider good um, they're poorly managed and they become havens for drugs and and prostitution and and things of that nature so um, I think that those are some pretty serious concerns um, I was reading an article in the LA Times in 2016 um, that basically said that you know they had had some tiny houses built um, and and they were the article was basically saying where they were taking the the city's taking them away um, because of these very things because they have become uh, places where uh, lawlessness and criminal criminal activity have just become rampant um, prostitution shooting up you know smoking up uh, all kinds of all kinds of bad things going on in those neighborhoods um, and so what's happened is the city has just gone through and uh, and 
yank them from from the streets and uh, and you know you can say big bad city uh, but the city didn't put them up to begin with and the city didn't uh, you know see them as a necessary solution um, so again uh, when they're not managed well uh, they just become what what all uh, housing projects become, and that's not good. And then um, again, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I think one of the concerns I have also is that all the studies that I read on on these things, all the studies that I've seen. Uh, regarding tiny houses, really don't take into account uh, and maybe even disregard the concerns of existing homeless support agencies with decades of experience. And uh, in that being a gospel rescue mission, I would say uh, we are often not considered as a necessary uh, a necessary component. Our, our experience doesn't seem to have weight um, in, in the discussion and, and often is disregarded. Um, you know, there's a, there's a Baylor Institute, Baylor University did a, a study um, just that came out just this year in February of this year. And uh, almost across the board, every single place where, um, where they were looking at how do the faith-based organizations address homelessness? Um, almost, almost every single one of them said that the housing first models um, just essentially ignore them and and uh, do as much harm at times as they do good. They impede the uh, the solving of the problem because they they see homelessness as an issue. The, the 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 solution is you know the problem is that they're houseless. They see homelessness as houselessness. And so if we just get them a house, then we've solved the problem. And, uh, and we recognize those of us who've been in this uh, for a minute or two, uh, look at it and go, no, no, no. Homelessness is a, is a symptom. It's not, uh, it's not the, the problem itself. Uh, it's a symptom of, of all kinds of other problems. And unless we're dealing with the all kinds of other problems, uh, we will never, ever deal well and effectively with the homeless crisis. The Gospel Rescue Missions address things like a need for, for lifestyle change. And, uh, and it's not just the Gospel Rescue Missions at work here. Look at, talk to your mental health communities and, and people dealing with age, aging people with disabilities and stuff. Um, they're just uh, people, there's people with poorly developed relational skills that cannot be undervalued um, in this whole topic. We've got to be willing to walk the walk the miles with these people and teach them the necessary relationship skills that they need. Uh, and and the other is social services are just so much easier to get into than they are to get out of. And uh, here at the Gospel Rescue Mission in Grants Pass, we spend a lot of time um, helping people uh, work towards the goal of becoming independent, if they can, from uh, the social services that we actually also help them get into if they weren't already. Um, so, you know, you, you appreciate the help, but then you want to help them get free from it. And uh, my fear with the tiny housing projects is that uh, what we'll end up doing is just having a permanent other class of housing that uh, is always going up and always ever expanding. Um, and so, um, and the other thing is, is that private Christian organizations almost always have some kind of available space. So, um, that's that's a something that, that can't also be uh, shouldn't be easily dismissed. 
um, we look around and we see, um, you know, missions with, with, you know, 20, 30, 40 beds in a particular community. And we see all these people on the streets and we say, oh, there's a problem with, you know, not enough available space. Well, I'm sorry, there is enough available space. It's just that those people don't want to take advantage of it, um, refuse to bend their lives to where they would qualify to take advantage of it. And um, those things need to be uh, dealt with. So a couple of questions, you know, when you ask about how do I be kind to the, the homeless, I ask, well, which is more kind? Is it, is it more kind to insist that a person change their destructive ways uh, to help them and to help them accomplish the task that they need to? Um, or, or is it more kind to insist that neighborhoods, homeowners, and, and hardworking citizens uh, embrace another solution that devalues their hard work, their hard-earned property, and destabilizes their neighborhoods? Um, I think that that is an unkindness um, to those people who are doing the right thing. Um, also, um, I think that that we we can't be satisfied with with making a group of people comfortable in their poverty. Um, you know, I, it's not that I want to see them uncomfortable. It's poverty is by its very nature uncomfortable. I want to see them escape poverty. I don't want to see them stay comfortable in it. And and to me, the tiny houses um, seems to be going in the other direction. It seems to want to keep people comfortable within their their um, their poverty, and that's that's not good. Um, it's not a it's not a good solution in the long run, anyways. Um, so, and then you know, of course, for the last six years, the Gospel Rescue Mission has had no less than 20 vacant beds at any given point in time. These spaces, they're available for any individual that desires to do what it takes to leave homelessness behind. And I think unless and until we are, um, we and organizations like us who've been working with the homeless in our region, we've been here for 25 years, unless and until we run out of space, I don't see how the tiny houses uh, will do more than the large housing product projects have already done um, and I would say they've, they've at least wasted a lot of uh, government resources, and government resources are citizen resources. They're not, uh, they're not just you know, random resources that come from nowhere. They come from uh, taxpaying citizens who put in a lot of hard work, time, and effort um, to, to give into their community. And uh, in fact, um, it's not really a gift, it's taken. But uh, I'm okay with taxes. I'm okay with uh, paying for infrastructure. But I want, I want that stuff to go to things that really work. And, um, and so right now, my conviction is that, uh, that the tiny houses projects, the way they're often um, approached, uh, I haven't yet heard a solution that sounds like one that will work uh, or will be different than what already exists. And uh, for that, I'm against the tiny housing projects. Um, but uh, I would say that I have an open mind uh, and I'm, I'm open to be persuaded.
needed. And maybe you would like to persuade me. Um, feel free to write us a letter or uh, send, us a, send us a note. You can send us a message on Facebook, um, on our Facebook page. You can contact us through grantspassmission.org at our website. And I'd love to hear back from you. Uh, I hope that this podcast is helpful. Please feel free to give us a call anytime. 541-476-0082 is the number to the mission. And again, thank you for listening to another podcast here at the Gospel Rescue Mission. 